Hello and welcome to this episode of the Lawless Podcast. And this week we're joined by LMA. Hi guys. <laughs> and yeah, we're going to be discussing loads of stuff today. So LMA, if you'd just like to introduce yourself for us, please. Yes, so I am LMA. Um, I'm in first year of Cuths at Durham. Um, and yeah, no, I'm really excited what we're going to talk about. Nice one. So yeah, if, um, yeah, so just give us a little bit of background about you. So sort of like, yeah, where did you, where were you before Durham? What, what was going on there? Where was I before Durham? So I did a year off, um, uh, travelled around a bit, um, did some work, so did some modelling, but then also did some volunteering, wanting to do that for myself. But um, then before that, just sixth form, uh, secondary school, um, and yeah. Nice one. So where did you where did you travel to? So where where did I go? Okay, so at the beginning in September, um, when the year off started, I went to Milan and I spent nearly three months there, um, which was an experience, lots of great stories. Um, and then after that, I did spend a bit of time at home because obviously we went into lockdown round three, four, what was it? I don't know, Sorry, lost count. Yeah, one of them, yeah, one of them. <laughs> Um, and then I thought, right, I'm getting a bit bored. I wanna, I wanna do something cool. Um, halfway through my gap year, let's let's do something. Do something else, yeah. um, then I went off to Kenya, which was amazing, amazing, one of the best experiences of my life. Um, and sound cliche, but then I came back because it went on the red list, and then went off to Costa Rica. But Costa Rica was. Um, that was quite funny because I only spent two weeks there because really? I was trapped in a hotel in quarantine for the whole time I was there. Lovely. <laughs> so you just went there, <laughs> sat in a hotel and then came back. Saw a sloth though. So well, basically hotel, I, went, I, went, I went all that way to see a sloth, spent nice. one day in a sloth sanctuary. Worth um, it. And then I came back sad. <laughs> nice one. So yeah, and what was, what was my land like? What did you do there? So I um, was pretty new to modelling then, but um, sort of the etiquette is you go off to, you know, wherever it is, Paris, Milan, New York, and you try and make a name for yourself and That's build up. That's a sort up. of done thing, is it? Yeah, exactly. So you try and make a name for yourself, build up your portfolio, try and get some work. Um, so I just went off at 18, um, not having no life skills i was Just very yeah off you go, yep, off you go. <laughs> um alone in a little apartment in the center of milan um and i i had ice cream every single day though nice. so i Get yeah the nutrition and, and pasta yeah yep, great pasta <laughs> and then also i really developed an obsession with red wine i just <laughs> I don't know why. It's the place for it, isn't it? I like? just, <laughs> yeah, I just, I, I got to try lots of different wines. I mean, I still have no idea what I'm talking about, but no, I just not a developed yet. a bit. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely not. But sort of developed a taste for it. So. Yeah, fair enough, <laughs> fair enough. So, like, what, so what sort of day to day routine whilst you were there? Just going to different modeling agencies or what happened? Yeah, mainly. Sort of maybe the odd test shoot, kind of meeting different photographers and going to castings and things um and the castings were a really interesting experience actually just because you'd have you'd go into a room and they would you know you'd give them your card and your book and then they'd sort of 
say, okay, can you stand on stand on that X? On you go. Um, yeah, exactly. Yep. And then they'd sort of get you to turn around and just, they were just looking you up and down. It's, it was a really strange experience. But um, yeah, I definitely learned a lot just about kind of not taking, you know, taking this kind of thing at face value and learning that you know it's fine it's the job it's, it's the, the job it is what it is yeah, yeah exactly not don't take anything too personally kind of thing um but then well when they when they said all right okay um can you just strip can you take clothes off now what? that was yeah that it and did this is get at 18 they're saying this to yeah, you right exactly wow. exactly and you're just expected to do that there's no yeah. sort of like what are you doing like you're sort Cause, of all right yeah because at 18 you're sort of of age and you're so kind you of can legally allowed, do yeah. it, but it's still a bit weird. Yeah, that you're doing exactly. It. But it definitely is very different in Europe than the UK. I'd UK say. Modeling is a bit different. Yeah, yeah, I feel like they're a bit, maybe a little bit more respectful in the UK. Yeah. But people are like, oh, it's stripped now. Yeah, like, what? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, they'd always ask you and be like, "Do you feel comfortable with this?" But yeah, it was really odd out there yeah. <laughs> in Milan. But um, you're obviously you're by yourself as well out there. Yeah, so exactly. Did you know anyone out there when you went out or? I didn't know. Well, just, just I just went. yeah, just landed and thought, right, okay, Here we what are. now? Yeah. yeah, what's next? <laughs> right, food, apartment, let's go. Exactly. Oh, that I remember that first supermarket shop was quite quite daunting. Something. Yeah. I realised I had all these months ahead of me, and I just thought, oh, God, what am I doing? What just, am I doing? <laughs> could you speak Italian or? Um, roughly. Ciao bella. That's it. That's literally the only Grazie. Italian one I know. <laughs> yeah, one of them as well. <laughs> Nice. That got you about. Got you your ice yeah, cream. Exactly. You got you what I needed. Yeah. Nice. So like after the casting then, so you'd obviously just you go in, give them your stuff. They'd be like, we just take loads of photos of you then, different sort of like positions yeah. and clothes and stuff. Yeah, or? exactly. And they kind of get you to do a little walk. Um, did have a lot of comments about kind of because they they'd measure you pretty yeah, much yeah. every. I think it was every week. What? So like, um, if there was a change, they'd be like, yeah, what are you doing? they'd sort of they wouldn't. I think there's, oh, I don't know, to do with uh, legal things. You're right. not actually allowed to say, can you lose weight? Because no, that's pretty toxic, isn't it? Exactly. To say that. Yeah, and they've kind of changed the in terms of, you know, on the legal side, they changed yeah. that quite a lot, but they still find still a way. They're still saying yeah, that. Exactly. They still find yeah, a way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Managed to find a way. Um, so there was a few kind of, oh, yeah, you know, your hips are, you know, getting on really? the bigger side they've gone up a few inches and i just go oh yeah sorry that's the pizza it's just it's too, too good much here. ice cream sorry it has here. to be done it has to be done that's so mad how they're like because obviously you, you know obviously you're not like that so these are like tiny little measurements that they're trying to do i know yeah and it's just must be quite hard isn't it because you're competing with all these other people to do this and if they're willing to do it you kind of have to be willing as well or you're not going to get in in a sort of weird comparison like you know with like sort of like really sort of powerlifting and like like bodybuilding competitions with that a lot of them's sort of like on steroids or stuff like that so if you're not prepared to do the steroids you're not going to oh, have a chance because yeah, like God. if everyone's yeah. here doing it then you're here mm. you're not going to be able to compete so even with this you know like you have to be willing to do it kind of if you want to do exactly, it exactly exactly you do kind of have to build up a sort of right you know just don't let this affect you no, it's, it's just, just like just, no, yeah. you just get on with it you know yeah kind of block it out kind of thing but then there were definitely a few points where it, it did kind of reach that point where I'd go, oh God, maybe I should actually stop this. Like maybe yeah, this, this is, is a bit, bit bad. much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> where, it's like, where's the line, isn't it? Like, I know, What exactly. could they tell you to do that's like, okay, no, sorry, mate, I'm not doing it. 
Yeah, because it's quite hard to spot as well, just because you sort of get sucked. And if everyone's things. if everyone's doing it, and they think it's normal, then it's a bit weird if you go, no, I'm not going to do it. Yeah, do you know, because exactly. everyone, all these other models around you, like, yeah, well, he told me I was a few inches above, mm-hmm. so I had to lose it, and I've lost it in a week by not eating anything. Yeah, it's like, I know. Yeah, and you're like, uh, what? <laughs> what do you mean you're not eating anything? You know. <laughs> there was this one time actually when I walked into a casting. I think it was like my second casting of the whole yeah of the whole um time i was there and i was eating i thought i'd okay right you've got to have snacks that are quite modelly you know have a some modelly nuts snack. Or, yeah right, okay. so i thought i'd get into get into the groove of things sort of try and fit in and then i was eating i think it was you know pret they do these like um nuts and dried fruit oh yeah, like, yeah. like, like little, little packets like yeah, yeah. and um then i was eating those and this one model turned to me i don't know what she i can't remember where she was from down but she was like what are you eating and i was like oh just some you know like little bag of nuts nuts, like (laughs) just some dried fruit like that's all nice to meet you by the way what's your name (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) and she was like you'll get fat and i was like oh cheers love Ah, yeah do you want to fuck off now like yeah (laughs) that's that's the kind of environment that and kind of you fuel each other. Yeah, and, and it's perpetuating, yeah. it's egged on. Like, exactly. so if someone's Definitely. like, what have you eaten today? Well, two dried fruit. Well, <laughs> fuck yourself, mate. I've had only one bit of dried fruit, so <laughs> who's winning? Little oh. did she know, I just went off and had a huge burger after that. Good. She went, oi, look at this. You can't have this, can you? Way. Whole burger. Bang. Oh, that is, that's like, so at these sort of casting, there was like people from all around the world there, or was it many European yeah. or? Yeah. But, mm, it kind of varied, but mainly. Europeans, yeah, just but really from all over countries I'd never even heard of, to be honest. <laughs> and it's a sort of Milan. It's what are the sort of hubs in, in the world of, of like modeling? It's like Milan, yeah, I guess it's Milan, London, definitely, uh, Paris, New York. But then there are certain cities that have a different type of modeling. So, okay. Miami and LA, they're quite sort of you know, the swimwear brands oh, right. and like so, yeah, the yeah. smiley kind of. That's what LA's like, yeah, though, isn't it? Yeah, so exactly, exactly. But then Paris is more, you know, you have to be stick thin, wow. the high fashion brands, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, which which is interesting because you kind of each person is kind of molded into the ha- brand. Yeah, and how they look and how they'll be received in the market, mm. which is yeah, that was interesting. Well, so like trying to, so you've obviously gone somewhere. Like how getting your foot in the door? Like how are you doing that? Is it literally just like sending emails going in there and how so you've gone to the casting mm. and obviously they've gone yeah we like you and then obviously you just go off and do work for them or how does that kind of sort of work well i had a really unsuccessful time there because whenever i went to a casting i yeah i just didn't get a job for the three months i was there which is kind of rare and um usually you'd get one or two, one or two but yeah. i just i i don't i don't know what was wrong with me but <laughs> i'm not i'm not an expert but um so if you did get it then you'd do the show or whether it was milan fashion week or something like that or you would go off and for a clothing brand or bag brand or whatever Whatever it was um and then you'd just take a few photos they'd just publish them anywhere they like um do they have the rights from then or yeah yeah it's kind of it's really weird you're kind of just giving yourself over yeah it's a really if you think about it it's really yeah it's odd but um, yeah so do you like 
obviously you have your own sort of apartment but you're, you're very much that is your life isn't it though mm, exactly and if that's all you're getting you're, if mm. all your mates are models and they're all saying the same thing and all doing the same thing you can't you know there's how do you get out of that then yeah, you know exactly it becomes the whole thing exactly i feel like it was quite hard to get out of as well just because it's so easy to get sucked in and once you are and also you have contracts and things like that so you're last, legally obliged yeah, to exactly and things like you're not allowed to change your hair and i had to tell them every time i'd go and get a haircut and they'd be like okay wait wait wait, wait. what are you what are you going to do with your hair just tell like, us yeah, yeah exactly exactly um so that's my hair what's yeah. it to do with you mate like, <laughs> but the thing is my my agency were actually really nice okay cool that's and, good and um i've i didn't have any bad experiences with them but i just heard a lot of people with different agencies who yeah just some very questionable things mm. said um, yeah, because like the agency are under pressure from the people who they were getting run by to make sure that you're meeting the standards that are imposed upon them by the companies. Yeah, exactly. And if they're being toxic exactly. and saying, I want to put my my, sorry, my hand around your waist, like that's me passed down the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you're just like the bottom of the chain going like, what do you mean I can't eat? Like, I know, yeah. I know. You do get some really dodgy photographers as well. A bit like weird. Yeah, yeah, quite weird, quite weird. And again, you, how can you know if it's dodgy if you've not exactly, been there? And exactly. where's the line? That's again, I know. It is quite bad. You you sort of do get really good at interacting with people you don't like as well. So Fair. <laughs> it's a good skill to have. <laughs> but then, yeah, I mean, I guess that is a skill that has come out of it. And also getting really used to rejection as well. It's a, such a skill in everything. Like exactly. You have to just be okay with it. Yeah, because when you take it to heart, it's just not good, and that applies to literally anything. Mm. Whether that's applying for a job, you know, starting like leave. So for me, the other day when I was giving out Red Bulls for the mm. podcast, sometimes I'd be like, "Oh, can you stop for a minute, have a quick chat?" They'd be like, "Oh, sorry, I'm busy," and that's not that's not on me. That's just yeah, they're busy. That's them. Yeah, exactly. Or this modeling company, just because you're not meeting their ridiculous standards. I know. Why would yeah. you want to meet their standards? <laughs> exactly. They're, they're fucked. Exactly. Like, you know, they can go I away. Know, I know. And that's good. You're not interacting with them people, yeah. so you're just saving everyone time by not doing yeah. that yeah you but know a lot of people well actually there's a, a a big thing you know positive discrimination they sort of say right we want we want one person from this ethnic background we want someone who's blonde brunette so, so they've they got the little boxes yeah, they're all ticked sort yeah, of thing exactly yeah. and if you don't kind of fit their vision then then no yeah it's Goodbye. not very it's not personal they're not saying okay you're really bad looking just get out but yeah, they just have a have an image of yeah. what yeah, they're this looking what we for. want. You may yeah. not be it, so that's it. Exactly. So what modelling have you done then? Sort of like who so you like, what's, what's I like? well, I got um I went down a rabbit hole of lingerie, but oh, so we've that, been we've been down there, we okay. That was a very slippery slope because they are extra strict about measurements and I can imagine, yeah. Because obviously it's like all, on, all sort of a show, isn't it? Like, yeah, exactly. Um but I heard that well, it's a fact that they do pay the best. So okay. those kind of so you were those like, kind we'll of just jobs. tolerate it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I'm going to uni soon, it's fine, like it's not just, gonna be for long, just yeah, exactly. Get it done. But then that was sort of when I realised, okay, I, I what am I doing? I didn't even want to do this really. And then I sort yeah. of stopped and had a great summer before uni and then yeah, now I'm here. <laughs> nice. Because I think that is that point of going what the fuck am I doing? Exactly. What am I doing here? Exactly. Like, yeah. Why am I tolerating this? Mm-hmm. Sh- I would never usually tolerate this. Mm-hmm. Why in this scenario is it okay for you to do this or say this or you know be like that? Exactly. Yeah. You kind of have to let go of your 
people pleasing self and just go actually wait no let's let's backtrack let's yeah. <laughs> reverse here yeah okay. is that not me that's like how did i get here and <laughs> exactly. it's just like that and, and like, that well, was me <laughs> yeah wow well, so was that all in the uk then or other places um or? that was yeah mostly in the uk because i was quite deep into debt after mm. milan because i didn't get any Can jobs imagine. so yeah. that was a bit tricky to navigate so we were like right <laughs> Andre, here we go yeah. <laughs> down we go come on guys and that that is the thing actually i can't imagine doing it as a career because it's just so unstable sounds intense yeah. as well yeah. yeah yeah and just financially you're not secure you could be making yeah thousands one month great but then you could you know have to invest and going to the minus is another like exactly yeah, you just don't know really so like it's not even though it's contractual sometimes there'll be like some there's a lot of it like off the cuff sort of one shoot two shoot sort of thing yeah or? no definitely definitely it's just so you can't really plan anything because they'll just say okay right tomorrow you're flying here and you'll just have what to do you mean hello day plans yeah, exactly like, exactly how to do in my nan planned what off to this place <laughs> So yeah, you kind of have to be ready to just drop everything. Yeah, drop a hat, bang, off you go. Yeah. Yeah. So like, obviously you did Milan, and then what did you do in Kenya then? What was that about? Kenya was, (laughs) it was great. I mean, fresh out of lockdown, there was about 40 of us on this programme, and everyone... Was it like a charity thing, or what was it about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we went off and kind of did marine conservation, and so it was a lot of snorkelling, and like data collection and stuff like well, that. So like how many sea sea lines or something? Like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right like stuff like that. Yeah, and it's like changed. It, yeah, yeah, exactly. And different types of fish and yeah, that was all really really cool. Um, and then we also got to every Sunday we played football with the locals, oh, and that cute. was that was the best bit because all the kids were running around oh. and yeah, no, it was really fun learning Swahili as well. But oh my god, it's quite hard. <laughs> like, yes, quite I'm not a natural thing. linguist though, so no. <laughs> maybe that's. Well, your Italian I... speaks for itself, <laughs> doesn't it? <laughs> oh, but those five a.m.s, where we'd have to clean up the beach. When that's you're nice, hung- though, isn't it? Like, really nice. nice, but then when you're hungover, probably all your cans from the night before, wasn't it? Like, <laughs> gotta clean them up. <laughs> that moment when you'd bend down to pick up a empty can and the head would oh no no not no, the one. Not that. Whoa, hello. <laughs> <laughs> So like you know that that must have been fun. How long were you there for, Kenya? <laughs> so I was there for how long? A month, I think. I planned to do a lot more, but then, you know, COVID. Then like you can, unfortunately. Yeah, no, exactly. Fair. But at least I got out there because a lot of people just didn't. No, I'm get surprised about the amount of traveling you did. To be fair. I know. Yeah. A lot of people I had this did like get really lucky. Though. Yeah. yeah. Mm. But like you were doing no traveling because I I went to Cyprus not this summer, the summer before, mm. and this is when oh you never get there, mate. It's impossible. No flights. Goes on the website. Just exactly. loads of flights. There, yeah, there Clearly were, you yeah, can go. Exactly. Like. And also you can find lots of loopholes. There's always like, a way. Yeah. There's always a way. Exactly. There's and a like, will, there's a way. Exactly. We had to do all these sort of like documents and that saying loads of stuff, but you oh, know. so many bits of paper in the yeah. airport. I was, uh, yeah. I'm <laughs> so much paper here. What can I do? Well, you know? <laughs> Just which one do you want to see? Have it I'll move on. That's it. Exactly. Nice one. So yeah, so we've we've done up to there. So how did you actually get into modelling? Where did it sort of all start? Where did it all start? I um, got, uh, I think, one of the models who was part of the agency I, well, just recently, yeah, was with. Um, she sort of said, oh, you know, like, you should you should come in and, and 
I think it was a more of a connection sort of oh, thing. Oh, so she was like, I think you'd be good. So yeah, and I think when, um, if one of the models kind of bring you, um, bring an agency someone and they get signed, then you get money for it. So I think she was quite keen oh, to so be like, like, right, like, come, come, come in, in, come in, come, come in. in. <laughs> in you go, go on. No more um, prep for you, get in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, and then, then I did get signed. But then I was, how old was I? I think I was 15. Wow. So yeah quite young and then is that young or is that about average or i i think it's actually well yeah i think it's about average to 15. be honest like a lot of people you know 13 14 i mean in russia it's ridiculously young um but then you can't really do that much work w- before you're 18 because yeah, so you've got limited sort of like legally what you can exactly do, sort of hours you can and yeah and, and you stuff. have to have a chaperone and things like that um so they yeah. prefer you kind of like train you up and then so when getting you're 18, into a state where you're ready to just go yeah, exactly yeah into the cattle market go in on you go bang <laughs> yeah. in the grids roll up roll up who we got on here fair so like so that's pretty cool it's sort of like a, your mate got you into it and yeah. then is she still involved now or is she kind of um, not doing she, it I think she's sort of I mean she is oh how old is she I think she's about 28 and there does come a point where people you know it's like yeah. yeah and they kind of look at you or and then look at someone who's 21 and young and well <laughs> yeah young and fresh and they kind city of fresh <laughs> that's it bang <laughs> that is it straight that's in it. city fresh <laughs> nice so how, like, I don't know, how would you to someone like looking and how would you actually describe like the industry itself like as a thing would you look on it positively not really or i think bag? i it really depends on the type of person you are so if you're you know you like social media if you like um yeah if you love a good party it's a great industry for that (laughs) um and meeting new people traveling yeah that that side is really good but then i mean with every industry i feel like there are two sides of the coin Um, good and bad really yeah Yeah, but you just have to decide whether the things like the pressure, the sort of body image, mental health, yeah. you know, will really affect you, or you can sort of you just push through. Step up a lip, sort of thing, just get through it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but even still, like with this sort of stuff, you can just say it's fine, but low key, it's still gonna be there. I know. Do you, know what I mean? yeah. you can't block it out. For, it's even with like, so, so I want to join the RAF as a pilot later on. That's sort of oh, my sort of career path. Yeah. But I'm kind of acutely aware of like the stuff I might have to yeah. do and see. Yeah. So with that, like, you know, you can even with anything, you just put it aside and go, "No, I'm fine." Mm. But low key, it's still there. Yeah. Unless you dredge through it, mm-hmm. like, and go look what you know has happened and like what people have said and how that's affected me. Mm. Unless you actually look at it and go, right, we've sorted that out now. Let's move on. You've reflected then it's not going to sort of change. You have to do the work. Yeah, yeah. You know? no, you do have to take into account all, you know, all that kind of stuff. Exactly. And so. if you're going into industry where you're aware mm-hmm. of that's, that's coming, mm-hmm. then you have to just be like, let's have a way of processing it. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. So for you, would you, how did you, how do you think you found it then, like really, like going into it or? I think going into it, I was just so oblivious. I had no idea what How would you, expect. 15? How would you exactly, know? Exactly, exactly. You know? Um, and I didn't really know anyone apart from that one girl, but she was a lot older than me. Um, so and she's she not going to slag it off because she's trying to get you involved. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, so I think it was really exciting, kind of, you know, going on a set, having your makeup done. As a 15-year-old, I thought, wow, this is, this is great. This is, this this is, is great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
um but then you kind of turn up at some like a photographer's dodgy apartment and it's it's really like there are some parts that really are not glamorous they're kind of the opposite um and i can't, i didn't really mind those because i thought right it's just means to an end it's part it, of it yeah, yeah it's part of part of the process um but then you saw sort of the odd comment or just the people you meet it does get a bit draining after a while um but the thing is i think it taught me quite a lot so i wouldn't like i wouldn't go back and change anything exactly like all the sort of experiences that in, the, in the in the moment weren't so positive yeah you can go right i've learned something from that mm-hmm. you know i've grown as a person from that yeah. so it was worth doing yeah exactly you know? exactly so like when you said about like dealing with people you don't like what sort of, would you just be like just sort of tolerate it and just go yeah whatever or sort of how would you yeah. do that yeah just keep smiling smile away yep. boys yep. smile away smile and wave. That's <laughs> But yeah. then, you know, when the conversation just, you know, it, it's they're just talking about how little they've eaten in a day or how many jobs they've booked. I just... And you're like, I've not booked any jobs, so exactly. you're <laughs> Exactly. It just sort of, it does drag on a little bit. But and when that's the constant narrative. Yeah, yeah. You can't get to know anyone. If you're, all they're saying is this same sort of script, right? I know. Yeah. Who are you? I don't care about these things you've been told to say. Tell me who yeah. you are. Like. It was great for the eye candy, though. You you go to a casting and go, wow, God, I've never it's been in a room. attractive yeah, people. Like, really attractive yeah. people. It's great. That's it, bang. <laughs> Especially because yeah. I'm bi as well, so I just got the That's whole... That's the bi-files, yeah. whole lot. Yeah. 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 Fair great. enough. <laughs> That's it. Got everyone in the room. That's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> fine. But yeah, so like, just talk about mental health generally. What do you sort of do to sort of keep all right? Like... I think if you don't check in with yourself occasionally and just be like, okay, right, how am I actually feeling? Yeah. Then you can just, you know, things start to bottle up and yeah. and and you kind of go, yeah, spiral out of control or whatever. Um, but then I often, I actually keep a, a diary. <laughs> it sounds a bit nice. dumb. I, I journal as well. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. It really, really, really helps. Like, really helps um, just kind of, making sure you're ticking over and you're actually okay not just pretending to be um so yeah that really does help me actually exactly i find as well just like it's so cool because this thing i'll go back like a month ago and that journal will be like oh that's how i was feeling on that day i love that and you go look how much better i am now yeah yeah look how different it was no it's really cool the way i describe it is like you know seasons in a year right Mm. good or bad it's not lasting forever yeah it's just a period of time that's happening right now exactly yeah so if it's bad you know push on through learn yeah if it's good enjoy yeah you know? and exactly. it's gonna it will constantly keep changing because it's never always <laughs> gonna be good i know i love looking back at when i was about 14 as well did you keep one even even since then yeah yeah when I did. did you start like, when you were really I young i think or? i think i was 14 have you still got like all of them since then yeah and wow. then looking back and just hearing the shit i'm chatting like wh- what am i waffling on about i don't know but <laughs> it's quite funny to look back yeah even just looking back on old photos of me i'm like <laughs> what was I doing? What am I doing there? Like, what was I wearing? Honestly, oh, what are you honestly, doing? Yeah, that style, sword and go. <laughs> honestly, but yeah, like it's just so good to just look back on stuff and just like reflect. It's that reflection that's so mm, important. Yeah, because you know you could be like, oh, I'm fine. You can keep telling yourself you're fine, mm. but if you don't one do the work and the reflection and don't genuinely talk to people, then it's not gonna, yeah, not gonna be alright. So that's the, that's a key thing I'd say for everyone listening. Just like. You know, find someone today who even maybe you're not even you're not that close to, but you can kind of see they're not not doing their best. Just sit them down and be like, "How are you doing?" Mm. Genuinely, openly say. If you don't actually give a fuck, don't speak to them. 
But if you really care and want to help them, sit down and speak to them. That could really change someone's day. Even smiling at someone. I walk down the street yeah. in Durham, yeah? Everyone's heads are down. I, know. I try and make eye contact, yeah. their heads go down. Right. All I want to do is say hello yeah. and give you a smile, that's it. And you really remember it when people do make the effort yeah. and smile and say, like, oh, like, morning. Yeah, <laughs> that's something. That's really something, yeah, you know? exactly. And, like, they'd smile, like, they'd be quite sad before, then they'd smile, and it's like, that's their mood change. That's sick. That's really yeah. good. Yeah, I know. It really makes a difference. So, yeah, everyone in Durham, smile. Yeah. Smile more. <laughs> smile for once. <laughs> exactly. Give us a, if it, was, it was snowing yesterday. You know? <laughs> some people were, like, really gassed it was snowing. <laughs> and some people were just so depressed. Oh, I have to walk through Durham when it's snowing. It's like, just chill out, mate. This is cool. It's snowing, bro. You know, enjoy it. I walked through. I put on some some buble for the first time this season, and it was snowing. And what song did? Oh, begin. Um, beginning. Wait, what's the song? Beginning to lose. Yeah, that one. Um, and um, uh, yeah, I was loving life. Loving life. Great. Like, I was walking back from work yesterday. I was just literally just like dancing through the street. (laughs) I I don't know what I was on. I was on a different one yesterday. I don't know why. And all these people were looking at me like cheering, like yeah, happy and that. I was like sick. You know, because like then it's them that little one action. Mm. The whole day has changed. Yeah. And what did that take? Me lifting the muscles in my face (laughs) to create a smile. That's nothing, you know. And to them, bang. Exactly. So that's it. Just spread positivity because you never know you know, what someone's going through or basically what could be going on in the mm-hmm. past that's still under the surface yeah. manifesting in some other way. Yeah. So also if someone's a dick to you as well, you've got to realise that a lot of the time with that, that's just them trying to deal with something. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not ever about you at all, mm-hmm. ever. Yeah. And even with these sort of like dodgy photographers and that, that's just something in their life that's going on. That's yeah. not about it's you. Not, yeah, not or that personal. model saying that, you know, you need to lose weight or you'll get fat. That's her internal Projection. shit going on this going to you yeah but you're exactly. just like well, you, that's not me that's not you at all yeah exactly go off and eat a burger yeah. eat your burger have your burger <laughs> if anyone ever tells you that just eat the burger in front of their face eat the fucking burger exactly <laughs> eat the fucking burger bang this video is not going to be monetized so i've sworn about 20 times in a minute so that's good stuff <laughs> but yeah so um going on to a bit more sort of like school life Back at like secondary school, you, you, mm. you moved through quite a few schools, haven't you? Yeah, a couple, but then sort of secondary school, I was there from 11 to 18. So you was in the same one that whole time? Yeah, no, it was, yeah. Okay, so what was, what was that like then? What sco- how was the school for you? School was, um, I well, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I, it wasn't the best time just because it was quite a small year, very intense, a lot, yeah. of, a lot of chat. Um, and a lot of it was quite cliquey yeah so you had to belong to a group and i was a bit of a bit of a floater a bit of a lone wolf i sort of did my own thing but Went that from wasn't group to group yeah 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 but then uh, that wasn't really allowed apparently in the state you're not of in the group i know do not talk to me i know so you know that sort of like classic high school us sort of all the tables the jacks the goths the, the nerds. yeah <laughs> that's it don't sip with me. You're not in my group, man. <laughs> and you're in the lo- in the lunch line. The nerd spoke to me, Brad. <laughs> it's like, what? Like, what are you? He's a person. What is wrong with you? Just talk I to know, him. I know, I yeah. know. It's just people. Yeah, people love that categorization. Just yeah, let's pigeonhole him for this I know, reason. Like, cool, I know. why? Yeah. And I was just the one with my tray in the yeah, toilet. Got my just tray. <laughs> just chilling in the toilet. Someone comes in, throws a bit of toilet paper over the stool. It's like, bro, it's in my it's in my meal. What are you doing? <laughs> Yeah, so like oh. I think just, you know, don't pigeonhole anyone. Why would you do that, I you know? Because uh, going back to our previous interview, Tom, I love you. But <laughs> what we talked about then was like he didn't tell me about him going to Eton 
And I think that was a really good thing because it meant I could get to know who he was and not judge him yeah. for anything. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people would judge people for that sort of thing or anything. Exactly. Sometimes you can say a few words and the connotations of you saying them words will change someone's opinion of you for a long time. Mm-hmm. Just because you said them words. Because there are certain words that are very loaded, like loaded terms. Very loaded, yeah. You know, I'm part of X, I'm part of mm-hmm. Y. Someone goes, you're part of Y? Well, I'm part of X. I'm on the red team, you're on the blue yeah, team. Exactly. We're enemies, why? Yeah, yeah. That's ridiculous. I know, I know. And what a lot of people don't realise is a lot of these institutions have been set up in a way to cause people to divide. They're mm-hmm. on, it's on purpose. Mm-hmm. They're on purpose to divide. Because when people don't know they're being divided, that's the perfect way to divide them. You know? Mm-mm-mm. So there it is. Bang, a bit of, yep. uh, bit of knowledge <laughs> for you there. Comedy and knowledge the on the Lawless podcast today. <laughs> Bang. But yeah, so going back to school then. So you're in the toilet with your tray, yeah? Having mm-hmm. fun, yeah, getting your meal, vibing. washing your hands, yeah. vibe vibing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't forget to wash your hands. Wash your hands, you dirty pig. <laughs> Bang. Dirty, dirty pig. Yeah. That wasn't me, though. That wasn't that you, was no. Very hygienic. Very hygienic, yeah. Clean hands. Clean old hands. But then, I think, with girls especially. It's very, very much oh, clinky, isn't it? God, yeah. And just very sort of psychological. I feel like bullying now is much more subtle than it was well than it kind of yeah has been it's I not mean. just stealing someone's lunch and punching yeah. them or something right <laughs> it's it's you know let's slag her off in the group chat like exactly, exactly. Yeah, or, or do like something else exclusion or just yeah oh sorry like you're that. not invited to jessica's party <laughs> on friday um i'm sorry to say this lma but it's just not gonna happen like, you may be good friends oh with her, but uh, the group has decided that you're not part of this club anymore. Oh my god, really? Okay, that's fine. It's, all, it's, it's fine, okay. And you just go over your head and you're at the head down, right? Like, just walk a shame. Yeah, walk a shame. That. And all the girls are driving past in their car, and you're just like, walk a long way yourself. It's like. <laughs> or they didn't tell you about the party. Oh, and, then and you see it on its Snapchat. And you're just at home oh, in your face there. mask. Yeah, and just chilling. <laughs> yeah, just like, oh, okay. okay. Saturday night. Right. The big night. <laughs> little subtle hint there day night yeah well that's yeah that's really mad so like people do that sort of thing i think again that goes back to selfishness and not having any empathy at all Mm, because if you had if you had empathy as an individual and you go okay how's this person feeling you would never do that you would never do that Mm -hmm. because it's that sort of me 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 which is a very big cultural thing at the moment i think yes you see it in durham anyway if you push in a clip in the queue in durham you're a dickhead. Yeah. Just telling you. Mm-hmm. That, mm-hmm. That's not a controversial view. Yeah. Because why would you do that? Don't push people. Just in Britain, you just that's queuing. Is queuing. We are well thing. established in exactly. all the ways of queuing. <laughs> so just don't push someone. Like It's a cultural the thing. The queue's not going to go faster if you shove someone. <laughs> if anything, it's going to make it go slower. So don't do it. Exactly. Yeah, right mm-hmm. over back queuing there. But basically, like, yeah, I think you're so right with the sort of bullying and that. Like, it's, it's not... As, it's not even like with warfare, going back to sort of military standpoint here. Warfare used to be two armies on a battlefield having a fight. Now it's cyber, intelligence, yeah, espionage, yeah. election fraud. Mm-hmm. So we've gone from bullying, punching someone in the face, mm-hmm. or calling them a dickhead, or like throwing some like sandwich at them or something, <laughs> to, uh, you know, leaving someone out. Yeah. You know, even sort of like revenge porn and stuff. That sort of stuff, like exposing someone's reputation. I think with girls, it's very reputational. Would yeah. you agree with that? Oh, very reputational. And there's so much going around, going around with, you know, in, in school. I, mm. If you remember, there's a big, oh, ask that girl for nudes, go on. Do and it, <laughs> put it in the chat. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's just so weird. What is wrong? Why? That's so I weird, know, isn't it? That's so weird. It's, yeah, but I, I just, if you, honestly, every year, 
uh, every school has a story like there's that. There's always, no, you are go to any school in this country, so ask anyone you know, say, have you got a story about this? They'll go, yeah, I have. Exactly. And exactly. if they don't know someone, they'll know someone who knows someone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if it's that big, that's a major, that's a major societal and culture, cultural mm-hmm. issue. Yeah. People just think it's a bit of harmless, do it. But like, the implications, mm-hmm. like, it doesn't go away. Yeah. D- yeah, it stays with you forever. Yeah. Like, even now, stuff that's happened at school, I'm still, you know, yeah, still, still going through it. it. Yeah. Yeah, it's like even if you aren't consciously aware, mm-hmm. your subconscious mind remembers trauma very, very, very well. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's going to impact the way you act. Like, for the rest, yeah. Yeah, for, the rest for, of your, life. You know, for the rest of your life. And there's someone like, why do you act like that? Why are you doing that? And it's like, because of this previous thing that's happened. Exactly. But you're not aware of that because all I talk to you about is how many pretz I've had. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, it's. <laughs> Exactly. You have to open dialogues with people and be yeah. like, what's going on? You mm-hmm. know, let's talk to you about this. Mm-hmm. But I think, yeah, it's really just mental. And the people doing the bullying, like, there's clearly something there as well. Why yeah. are they doing that? Why? Mm. Why are you leaving someone out? Because mm. you're afraid of being left out yourself? Probably. Yeah, it's just insecurity, I yeah. think. And just feeling like, right, I have to be in this tribe to be accepted so then I feel good about myself. Yeah. And they'll just do things that compromise their own morals in just order to, to retain that yeah. status yeah yeah so it's like basically with some people they'll just yeah with, with, the, with the moral stuff i think that's really important because somebody that'll do tribes morals xyz but my morals are up to a higher standard but they just need to disregard that exactly yeah completely it's, yeah yeah they don't recognize that but i um i just feel like school is the perfect environment for that kind of thing to be yeah, you know. it's like a petri dish for it. It just yeah. allows it to grow. Yeah, hundred percent. Especially if you have maybe smaller year, everyone knows as, everyone. As you did. Yeah. yeah, I feel like maybe a bigger year, it's easier to kind of stay, maybe stay hidden out of drama and things like that. Yeah. But then I guess with a small school, you're kind of you're in amongst it. That's yeah. it. Yeah, that's really. There's it. no sidelines. You're in it. <laughs> you're, you're, you're playing. Yeah. You're on the pitch. Exactly. No, no spectacular. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So with my school, like I as you said we got floaters so mm. I would never have I have a core group of friends like one or two people who I'd always sp- spend a lot of time with every day but I'd be friends with loads of people because I did loads of different societies yeah so you know it's sort of like the people I did my, my so I did like a financial trading society so I ran that and all the people part of that I was mates with all the people who did like the UN with me I was part mm. of friends with them and all the people who did rugby I was friends with them as well so they're very distinct interesting yeah. groups but I'm friends of all of them yeah you know, so when I go around school, I'll be like, oh, hi, mate, hi, mate. Sit with them for a minute, talk to them. Mm-hmm. And you're not like, you're not pigeonholing yourself, which is so good. Mm-hmm. Because once you do that, you then get the label, the little little label. Yeah, they love giving out these days. They love label. giving out the labels. Yeah. But mm-hmm. like, why? I don't, I it's so, so, when you ask why enough times, you find the root of basically anything. <laughs> yeah, And it's true. like, you get to a point where people, people can't even answer you logically, because it doesn't make sense. Or... The answer's pretty pretty fucked up, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like you know, let's do this. So like, bullying. Why does someone bully? Because they're insecure about themselves. Why are they insecure about themselves? Probably past trauma. Why is it past trauma thing? Because they've had an unfortunate circumstance yeah. which has caused y- that. Yeah, you can find the root of everything if you just question it. But I think also there is a big kind of culture around. I think there's a bit of competition within within girls sometimes that sort of perpetuates that as well kind of comparing yourself to other girls and then that just leads to further issues because there's a bit of a hierarchy system there's always a hierarchy yeah, yeah it's just like i've heard that thing it's like there's a game there's three types of people playing the game there's people who are consciously aware of the game and are playing it 
people who are aware of the game and don't play it mm-hmm. and the people who have no clue there's a game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's all, I talked about this in a previous episode as well, but like that's so important because you're either going to be consciously acting in a way to get to the top of said hierarchy because you feel that's important, as you said for girls there, trying to be like the, I like, hate using this language, but it's the sort of best way to describe like alpha female yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. But like, you know, that, that could, for you to get there, that means someone else isn't there and you may have done stuff that's immoral or fucked to get there. Yeah, exactly. To and be the queen bee. The queen, yeah. Would you yeah. say your school had that sort of character? Yeah. Yeah. And we, obviously, we're not going to mention any names <laughs> here, but like, how would you describe this, this sort of like, or this archetype mm, of a person? Yes. I So there was kind of a couple that were kind of leading. Oh, to, yeah, exactly. So it's like a film, isn't <laughs> it? Like, what? <laughs> it really is. Um, but then they were leading their own, you know, individual group. So um, like, there's the two male and female hierarchies. Yeah. And obviously they're mm-hmm. together here. Exactly, exactly. Okay. Sort of the same level. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they all, yeah, there was a, definitely a correlation between the queen bees because very loud, but obnoxious, right. sort of um, very sort of, well, just bitchy, really. <laughs> just kind of the, with the way they would talk to you and just, entitled and they'd look down on you a little bit and just quite cold you know how you get warm people and cold people and like very cold yeah yeah just really like ooh, like bloody hell <laughs> yeah it's a bit chilly in it's a bit nippy yeah someone turn the radiator on mate <laughs> Fucking hell, yeah but definitely those kind of yeah they'd all be quite similar i, I had some people in my school yeah where i'd just be like are you real like they have no emotion like wake up mate wake up are you are you all right are you all right? i shake him like what are you doing <laughs> And there'd still be no emotion there. I know. Like yeah. Where are, are you okay? Like, what are you doing? Maybe it's a self-protection sort of yeah. mechanism. I'm not but sure. Just, but to me, it's quite like an emotive person. It just really threw me off. I was like, what? I know. Yeah, what's going on? Yeah, what's the, yeah, what's, yeah what is the process here? Yeah. <laughs> but honestly, like, it's, it's a lot to unpack, isn't it, all this I stuff? I know, exactly. I think that thing about hierarchy is quite interesting. Mm. So, like, where someone sits within that, it's sort of like the sort of patronage thing. So the yeah. alpha female gets the patronage from the people below. Mm-hmm. And in return, she gives it to them mm-hmm. in a sort of way of like, oh, yeah, sit with us, come to this party. It's, you know, for any group, for any group, there has to be an other. So yeah. for these, for the goth group to exist, there has to be another group. For mm-hmm. the jocks, jocks to exist, like, the, the rugby jacks. or whatever, whatever <laughs> else, the jerks <laughs> to exist. There has to be someone else, you know? Because yeah. it's not a club if everyone's invited. Someone exactly. has to be out of the club. Yeah, exactly. You know, and that's where this toxic shit of bullying people and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, not being inclusive yeah. comes from. I feel like it's interesting when you talk to other people because everyone knows, sort of, you know, relates to the the. But everyone knows their hierarchy. position. Yeah. It's and unspoken, ev- but everyone yeah, knows. Everyone knows, like, like subconsciously. Yeah. And you don't really, like, if I talk about a uh, hierarchy at school, people, I would go like, oh, yeah, you know, they think to themselves... A school, I was definitely like the nerd, or you know, but they knew where they was. Yeah, no one's mm-hmm. told them that. Yeah, they just know. You just knew. You yeah. knew. It's an unsaid, unsaid rule. Unspoken. <laughs> exactly. But it's it's just so interesting because from a lot of things I've sort of read and seen, people who are really popular in school never do that well. I yeah. Because they sort mm-hmm. of peak at that early age. Mm-hmm. But I, I can think of quite a few examples off the top of my head. Obviously, I'm out anyone here, mm-hmm. but like. <laughs> you can kind of see how that goes because when you have everything you have no incentive yeah basically because you find out with sort of everything you've probably seen this as sort of like a lot of people with if you know if you have everyone so the queen people all these top people they're getting everyone loving them 
fulfilling all their needs, basically. Mm. Why have you got to improve? You haven't. Mm. Why have you got to do anything? You mm. haven't. Because you're there. Yeah. And the whole point of doing stuff like, you know, going to the gym, working on yourself, reading, it's because you want to strive to be more. But the way that gets toxic is like sort of not thinking you're good enough. But you have to, at the same time, think you're good enough, but strive for more. Yeah. But know in yourself you are enough. Yeah. So it's that inner confidence that exactly. kind of reverberates through and, like, you know, affect other people as well. Exactly. So but when you're confident, you give permission for others exactly, to be confident. Exactly. And it's sort of it's like, oh, don't talk to me. <laughs> Close off. You can tell the body language if someone's doing, Definitely. you know? Like, you look at someone, you go, yeah, I know what's going on there. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're going to be receptive if I speak to you or not. Mm-hmm. I know, by the, so even when I was doing that Red Bull thing, I could tell when I was speaking to people, Whether if they is, would yeah. be all right or not. Mm-hmm. By the way they were walking, yeah, the way they were talking. Because yeah. if someone's head down, music on, don't speak to them. Because mm. they're going to be annoyed that you've stopped them. But if you speak to someone having a chat, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll go, hi, how are you today? They're like, oh, hi. And then <laughs> starts a little thing going on, you know? It's like what we were talking about earlier, about smiling at yeah, people. Walking exactly. around, it's just like different like, people's vibes. Yeah. Well, I, I, in the summer, we, me and my friend did this big walk. And I remember distinctly, we were at a train station in Guildford. Like Guildford train station, yeah. big one there, yeah. We was walking through there, and there's all these people coming back from work. And I said to my mate, like, let's cheer them up a bit. Let's see how many people we can make like smile in this yeah. like, area. And then you'd walk up to someone and be like, "Hi, how mate? How you doing? You alright?" And then some of them like dead because like <gasps> they've worked yeah. all day, and that's made me I think I don't want to do that. I don't want to, you know, be so upset coming home from work. Yeah. And these some of them like like really gassed to see us. Like, yeah, and that's sick. That's so cool, you know. That you just smiling as we said earlier can have that huge impact yeah I know it really can have a huge impact on someone's day you don't even realise it exactly it and does. you don't even know who they are but that's just changed the whole course of their day mm-hmm. you know just one little thing yeah. or the course of their week month or even life you know yeah who knows know. where someone is yeah. mentally yeah. you know who knows I know and you just doing that could fully change everything yeah god I that's it that's it. it that is it <laughs> so yeah back, back to the, the school thing then so what, did, you, did you see the sort of like cyber bullying of it or did that ever happen to you or people you know or I sort of, I the word bullying is really again a really loaded term, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. because you, if you say if you kind of say to someone, oh yeah, you know, I was bullied, it kind of has certain connotations a lot of and connotations, yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. you know you could be victimizing yourself or you could you know there's a lot going on yeah. like in the subtext, um, but there was just a group of girls that I sort of got friendly with from maybe eleven to. Or no, when was it? It was like from 15 to 16 maybe, and I got quite close. And then 16 suddenly just dropped me. Yeah, and I was gone. I was a goner. (laughs) You was in the bin. (laughs) Yeah, in the bin. Sorry, mate. Get out. No, that's it. Did they give a reason, justification, sort of thing? It was that was something that started it, and it was it was a a rumor. Oh, um, that's where um, it all begins. That is that is warfare. That is female warfare. Exactly. It's the, exactly. the rumours. That's the ammunition. Yeah, that's your reputation. Fire an RPG. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Go right. back, goes back to reputation, 100%. But um, then I also, that was around about the time I started modelling and sort of maybe... So did that start before or after you got kicked out? Um, it before. kind of... Before, but kind yeah. of picked up afterwards. Okay. And I kind of... Oh, they were aware you were getting into it? Yeah. Okay. And I kind yeah. of... U- I, I think after everything happened, I kind of used it as a sort of... Let's uh, just... Yeah. Sorry, lads. You, I'm in your group, but are you modelling? <laughs> no, you're not. So, unlucky. <laughs> and then, which is probably a little bit unhealthy, retrospectively, but... Yeah, just, yeah it's not, yeah, not really the best, but uh, yeah. <laughs> but then I just remember 
whenever I'd, I'd come back from school being like, oh, God, I hate school so much. I've got so long left until, you know, uni, blah, blah. My mum used to say to me, right, just remember the popular kids at school, this is when they peak. After yeah. that, and they... mum got some <laughs> absolute wisdom there. Come on, man. Oh, God, love, love you, mum. <laughs> um, but then um, it really does kind of show that she she did she was making some sense yeah definitely definitely because now at uni i feel that my kind of social circles just opened up yeah, and i'm not i'm not used to sort of having that because at school i was kind of you know like the one who would be like right okay who am i gonna have lunch with today let's look at all my fr- oh wait <laughs> hang on a second i don't have any <laughs> but Fuck then yeah. i yeah. just after school i was just so excited to get on my on my gap year actually covid then hit in my last year of school so everyone else was like oh no like last year of school bit shit but what i was shame. like whoa I've my time with you guys <laughs> <sighs> come around oh you're not coming around good yeah i had an excuse to be like actually i'm gonna be home <laughs> um so that came COVID came quite a good time for me it's all, it's all part of the plan that's it part of the process yeah <laughs> that's so mental like see again this conversation is so enlightening to me because you see someone you never assume any of this like this stuff that mm. happens but everyone's got this story but that's, that's so important to actually you know talk yeah, and find out i know i know but everyone has so much going on that you would never no. guess no i know it's, it's really weird when you actually find out some you know someone's story but then it actually kind of shapes who they are and yeah, where it all cool. comes from sort of thing exactly yeah nice one just get a bit bit lighter now like the <laughs> mood. Bit, of, bit of lacrosse how is lacrosse going LMA Tell oh me my all. god I love mixed lacrosse so much I feel like I, I've never been one to kind of go right you know I'm just going to go to the gym in, just yeah. some like you know lift some weights like get these games smash it out yeah. exactly I kind of like you know having a, a racket or just like you know having a team sport yeah yeah. I love a good team sport. I love a good team sport. That doesn't mean I'm any good at sport, yeah. but I just really like it because you just get to like shout and go, woo, go team. And yeah. Go team. That's it. That's it. <laughs> get you in the game. Head in the game. Come on. Mix the cross. <laughs> but it was. So actually, recently I um, have been trying to. I didn't get into the cups. Like, uh, what was it? Like, I think it's called like a flood lit cup yeah, 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 yeah that one um and then i on facebook on the facebook group i was like oh no i didn't make it but that won't stop me like next time exactly <laughs> who cares <laughs> improvise adapt overcome exactly and so it. many of them are du lacrosse so that's my excuse yeah, i mean like, right. it's right. like yeah exactly i've never done it before yeah just you've probably played it since you're about two years old like exactly exactly yeah. and right. saying like chill it's fine like you just try next time it's all right and that's <laughs> a really interesting point you bring up there it's just having the confidence to try something new you know because mm. like, i've i did uh what have i done up here the most out of everything I've done up here is I did a bit of a uh, bit of salsa dancing. How was it? Really I good. Really. Really good. I was really think I was thinking about doing that. If you think about doing it, do it. To be fair, I'll just do it. Like it's, I've been once, and it was a very weird but really <laughs> fun experience. I can imagine being. Yeah, yeah. I can really. I was in the room that. like, oh, yeah, let's do some salsa dancing then. <laughs> and we started off doing a bit of a few warm ups and then got into it. 
Yeah, good fun. Who, who led it? Who led um, I think the they session? get someone in. Get someone they in. do? Yeah. Oh, wow. So it's, yeah, it's good. Whoa, good fun. I think they do other ballroom dancing. There's a lot of dancing yeah. going on. Loads of different types. I do want to join Cal Sock, I think. Cal Sock, I, yeah. That looks fun. I've been fun. thinking about doing that. That looks yeah. fun. I think a lot of people do it as well. Yeah, I might. It's quite a big thing, to be fair. Mm-hmm. And the balls, you get to dress up as yeah, well. That's what it's all about. <laughs> Best of both up. worlds. Best of both. Bang. <laughs> But yeah, so like, how have you found sort of Durham nights out? What have you thought about that? Like, I so before I feel like Durham has had. I don't know if you heard, you know, what Durham's reputation was before you came, but I definitely heard that, you know, nightlife, awful, like, like nothing to, to do. Newcastle for the night out. Exactly. That's what I was told. Basically. That's what I was told. But I mean, I have been to Newcastle a couple of times already, but every time I come back, I'm like, this this is such good fun yeah, i don't know right, i well some of the music could do with switching up but that's well, i won't complain i won't complain yeah. <laughs> um and i'm i'm quite a big abba fan myself so i guess i'm so you're all right i'm all that's right a non-abba fan <laughs> in durham mate. that's it what exactly that's it you just <laughs> if you do not like abba well what do you what are you doing what are you mate? doing yeah. <laughs> wrong uni mate so move on <laughs> like, imagine being like sort of like i don't know heavy rap or something and having to go to a Durham club just yeah not, just it's not uh, really the place for you <laughs> you wouldn't thrive it, there <laughs> but I think the whenever I go out I just have you know I wake up the next morning I go that was a good that was a good night, night. yeah good night. exactly but I I do I like my nights out and I think I'm starting to get to the point like end of term where slightly overdone it <laughs> and sort bit, of need now. need a couple nights in now but um so i'm really i'm liking those those movie nights at the moment especially in the snow like yeah <laughs> that's a vibe to be fair yeah mm-hmm. snow mm-hmm. the harry potter one yeah mm-hmm. but i did go when is it when it was properly chucking it down i think that was friday yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. friday night for the whole night it was uh, yeah the weather was a little bit vile but yeah, I walked home in that. It was mental. Oh, yeah. yeah, I I was yeah I, walking home after after Paddy's good old Paddy's at good yeah old. three three a.m. just still chucking it down. And but I had my vodka coat on, so it was all right. Like I didn't feel the cold too much, but That's then it, <laughs> felt it when I sewed up inside. <laughs> I thought, exactly. oh crikey! So <laughs> just talk about music there. Like you do a bit of music yourself, don't you as well? Yes, I do quite like my music. Dabble, dabble, <laughs> <music>. dabble. Yeah. <laughs> but I, um, I'm sort of looking to get into it, you know, properly. Sort of, definitely giving it a good go. And why um, not? Yeah. Because I sort of I've been performing ever since I was eleven, really, and just trying to sing as much as I can. Um, and sort of, I think it's probably what I, you know, if anyone asked me the question, what do you act, what do you love doing? What is your thing? Yeah, what, what is, is your, your thing? Yeah. Then I'd be like, ah, well, yeah, music. That is it, probably. bang. Because mm-hmm. I love also, when we were talking earlier about how you kind of check in with yourself, I writing songs. That's reflective. Yeah, is my sort of, that's how I can, you know, like get through something that is a bit challenging or, um yeah and it, so that really really helps um and i just really enjoy it as well which which helps nice, exactly. um but yeah i kind of i have been a little bit hesitant to sort of put myself out there because i'm kind of wanting to perform as much as i can build up that confidence so that then 
I feel good about really going for it in you know the big wide world. I think um, that's the thing. Uni is so good for that as well. So just put yourself out there in a safe environment, mm-hmm. you know, and go. Really let's see what's gonna that, happen. Yeah. Let's see what's gonna happen with this. Like even with this whole podcast, the whole point of it is like, you know, put it out there, see what happens. Mm-hmm. You know, produce the highest quality content you can, see where it goes. Yeah. And with this music as well, it's just like all going all in. You know, if it's just be like, this is it now, we want to do this. Exactly. And, you know, it's just sort of, as well, like it's about having the solid foundation, sort of building up from it as well. Because mm-hmm. you know, you've got, I've, I've done the smaller shows. You know, I've, I've spent the time in the studio. I've spent the time doing this, so then you can go, you know, confidently in front of a bigger audience and put on a good show. Mm-hmm. It's really good for also meeting people and sort of building those connections and networking even yeah, just exactly. you know you meet so many people who knows this person who knows this person and so, so that's sort of like web isn't yeah, it like, yeah. yeah and so it's a really good way to sort of you know get a foot in and kind of make those connections so that when you then leave uni you know you're ever in the industry and you go oh actually I know this person from uni yeah yeah him and I way back that's it there um, we are yeah, yeah <laughs> Um, but so I yeah really enjoyed that part and sort of meeting people at gigs and like live music performances and things like that. So how do you like describe your style then? Have you got a particular style if you're working on that? Yes, I sort of I'm I'm kind of working. I wouldn't know like how to define it. I feel like maybe it's a mixture of a bit of jazz, but also I kind of want to add a bit of funk in there. Um, I kind of I really look up to Elton John actually um, and sort of kind of want to write meaningful lyrics but then set it to something that is actually really catchy um, yeah definitely and yeah no he's he's a talented man got a favourite song um, well what is my f- okay so I my favourite song of all time is actually by Mumford and Sons and I don't know if you, you well yeah no, I guess they're quite well known but um, yeah. there's one called There Will Be Time that just it starts off um, with um, just beautiful singing I think they get um, oh, what, who did they get in um, I, I feel like I won't pronounce this right I don't want to offend anyone but I think he's called Barbara Mull okay. and he uh, has a stunning stunning voice and it starts quite slow and then just builds and builds and that also reminds me of Kenny of that song um so yeah that's, that's really cool as well because certain songs remind you of certain times and you can just connect it straight away yeah. in your head yeah like and people is. as well yeah. you kind of associate a yeah, certain no, same, song with a person yeah, yeah that song is this person yeah that's so weird yeah because yeah. someone else could listen to that and that could be something else or some other person yeah exactly that's what you have linked to it yeah and going back to like people and words how you could walk down the street and a hundred people can have a diff- hundred different perceptions of you. I know. I know. You're never going to know. I, exactly. You know. What are they thinking of you? Who I knows? know. I actually think about that quite a lot as well. But I, I was speaking to someone actually, um, when was it? I think it was in Freshers. And I sort of, I think it got on, I don't know how it got onto music. But then I sort of said, okay, what do you kind of listen to? And they went, oh yeah, no, I don't, I don't listen to music. Huh? I thought. Um, Sorry, mate. What? Wait, are, are you alright? Like, <laughs> do you need to talk about like, it? Like, hug? <laughs> no hug, mate. Yeah. <laughs> but I just thought that was quite a connecting thing of kind of just, 
Like everyone humans. listens to music, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. And then, Even like ancient tribes and their drums and stuff. I like, know. And just to hear someone go like, I actually just actively don't, gl- don't listen. I'm like, oh God. Oh. <laughs> what do right, you mate. do? In your yeah, cool. Because <laughs> I feel like even in my room, having music on, having a track on in the background is just... It's some sort of ambience yeah. or something. Like, yeah. And it doesn't, you, you know, if you kind of don't want it to be just silence, it is quite nice to have that in the background. Yeah, just but then, there, yeah, what, so. maybe, I don't know, a podcast? A little love podcast? Maybe maybe, maybe p- that's in the background <laughs> from now on. Cheeky plug on the actual thing itself. <laughs> so you wouldn't be listening to it unless you were listening to it. But yeah, right, whatever. <laughs> oh. well, I mean, that's really cool, though. I think, for me, there's one. Have you got any particular songs where you go, obviously, that one for Kenya? Have you got any other ones yeah. you go, this is this memory? I would, I kind of, a lot of the time, make films for you know different like holiday or like family Obviously holidays yeah no i yeah i love doing that so a lot of the time the music i set to that little mini film will be you know will remind me of that holiday or that yeah, place that's sick. um and what well, can i think of an example um so weirdly when i was about 13 i went on a skiing trip with like lots of family friends and there was like 10 10 of us um like yeah different families and i set the music to fast car but not the tracy chapman classic version then like the new one and so now every time i don't know a i don't know why i chose that song that's quite rogue but (laughs) and so every time i listen to that song now i'm like oh my god yeah that's that's that yeah it's kind of weird how music can do that for you exactly yeah it's like it's one song for me you know the song break my stride Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was on this like flying scholarship with cadets like a few years ago, and this kid, because at cadets there's two major courses. One of them's like a flying course, and the other one's like a sort of in the field sort of like camo course sort of thing. And I did one of the courses, and this other kid did the other one, and it's quite like a rivalry. And he basically outed me the other day, the day before, was like, "Do you want to go to the gym?" And I was like, "All right, what time?" And he goes, "It's six. I'm like, "Okay, make it happen, mate." <laughs> So I got up, I literally got up at six just to kind of prove this kid wrong, sort of thing. Yeah, oh, and I knocked at his door, and he was like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "It's six, mate. Get up." And I remember listening to that song, and that I don't know why that stayed yeah, with me yeah. among all the songs, but I just distinctly remember <laughs> remember that. <laughs> Some weird thing, yeah. Actually, yeah, you can have a moment, and maybe like in a restaurant or something, and then a song will be playing in the background. And for some, like that's happened to and me. And that before. does that, it just interlinks yeah. and like yeah. becomes a thing. Exactly. And then you listen again and you go, oh my God, yeah, that was playing like, that was playing there. That's then. right there. That's, yeah, Weird. that's that, yeah. Weird. Nice. But yeah, I feel like in a way, I am quite bad at articulating myself sometimes. So writing songs actually really. That is help. the articulation. Yeah. Yeah. Because it describes what you can't say in words through the songs. Exactly, exactly. And I'm that's so much point. better at writing down. Like if I've ever if if I were to ever write a really long apology to someone, I'd probably be that person that would send it in a really long text rather than like say it on the phone because I'm so you much better. Yeah, it. exactly. Yeah, think about actually what you're saying. But exactly. Then merging that with music, that yeah, just works well for me. Nice. That's, yeah. Do you have a favorite song? It's hard. It is really really hard because I just my music taste is so weird. It's like. I'll just cherry pick from every single genre. Mm. I'll go, I like this from this. I like this from this. I'm a bit the same, yeah. Because I think it's weird when it's like, what do you like? It's like, just this. It's like, <laughs> what about everything else? Yeah. yeah. Fuck everything I else, know. mate. I, I like know. this one genre. 
So what about yeah? There's so much going up there. Like. There's so much. It depends on my mood yeah. as well. Like if you're in the gym and it's like heavy sort of like rock stuff, then mm. if you're on a walk, it's what lighter stuff. If you're revising, you listen to like soundtrack sort of stuff. So mm. it depends what you're doing really to kind it of really set the mood. Yeah. Walking to a lecture, you're also upbeat. You get you know you get you in the right mindset. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it really depends. I think. I think Kanye West, some of his stuff's pretty good, like Jesus Walks. Like, mm-hmm. I like that song, it's yeah. quite nice. And there's, uh, there's another one, it's called so- Soldier Poet King. Mm. I really yeah. like that song, I really like that song. Because mm. it's just the way, it, it just makes you think about some really cool stuff when I like, listen to yeah. it. About like, yeah, you're on a sort of like mission, you're on a quest and you've got to do it. Yeah. You know? and yeah. That's, that's what makes you feel, <laughs> that's like sick. But actually, I've got a question. If yeah. you're in a slightly like mellow, maybe chill mood, do you then like listening to songs that fit that mood? Or to get out of it, would you want to listen to quite an upbeat song to be like, no, come on, like, pump Would up? I want to be in this mood or not? I yeah, don't. Or I do like, want to. Would you, would the music sort of relate to, would you put on a song being like, right, I'm feeling a bit like low, let me just. You, you know, it's really toxic because you know when you feel sad, you put on sad music <laughs> to feel more yeah. sad. Yeah. It's like, what am I doing here? Like, I'm just making it so much worse. Like, there's just no need to do that. That's right, mate. But so weirdly, when I put on like some of you know Bon Iver, some of his yeah, yeah. music is so just so stunning. And if I'm feeling quite like maybe a bit low, I'll put it on. But it will make me feel better, even though it's slightly like yeah, kind of fits you kind my of relate to it as well. Yeah, yeah, I don't know why, but I feel like sometimes sad music for me doesn't necessarily make me feel more sad. Yeah. Weirdly. Because I sort of go, oh, this is a really good song. This is a really good. good song. Yeah. yeah it's a good song. <laughs> and it puts me actually in quite a good mood. <laughs> nice. But yeah, so like, what was it like growing up actually in London then? How was that? Oh, yeah. That was interesting because I would, there's always so much to do. Yeah. But when people kind of talk about, you know, their local community, their neighbourhood and, you know, going out and sort of, I don't know, like kicking a ball about in the street. Like yeah, you don't really do that in London. And I feel like that's one thing I sort of missed out because you don't really, I mean, yeah, you kind of do, you would say like you should go to the park, but I feel like out of London, that would be more, you know, you do stuff outside. It's and not like community film. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and well, sometimes there is a community feel, but it can be a bit toxic. Like oh, really? <laughs> kind of you being like, oh my God, did you hear? Chris and Deborah divorcing. Oh my god! Like, saw that one Deborah, coming. No. And <laughs> Deborah got with a postman yesterday. <laughs> it's just like, and they just dob each other in, sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, there yeah. Is, there is a bit of that, especially in the area I live. But um, there's always something to do, and also like being a young person in London is fabulous. <laughs> just because like, like, abundance of everything yeah, going yeah, on. Yeah, there's you, just like, like if you want to go out, it's so easy to yeah, just on your doorstep, yeah, just get you. Yeah, just get on tube and you're, and you know, it. 10 minutes, you're there. How um, far is it 10 minutes to Central? How far have you got to it there? So for me, it's a bit of a, a like, zigzag. Sort of yeah, because yeah. I, there's this key bridge that is closed near me called Hammersmith Bridge. <laughs> if Shout you, out to Hammersmith Bridge. <laughs> if you live near there, yeah. you'll know how you'll much know. of a pain that is. But then, so I kind of have to do two halves of the triangle really to get, to get to central, to central. Yeah. um but it would probably take about like 50, 40 50 minutes which is not too bad no but if you're just you know it's like a last minute plan and people are like right m- like let's meet here in 20 i have to be like oh wait 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 no 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 
it will take me longer. No. It will take me longer I can't than just that. Drop everything and be there in twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah, like. yeah, exactly. But then being in a London day school actually is a very is quite different to kind of you know everyone you know other people's experiences that I've heard about just of school because yeah. I think people with boarding school you can't you know put up a well m- most of the time you can't really put up a facade because you're with people 24 7 they're yeah. always there yeah. yeah but with day school there is a kind of temptation to put up that front and then you go home at the end of the day so you can sort oh, of like relax God, can't take my mask off yeah exactly so yeah. that's sort of maybe an element of kind of fakeness within yeah. that but it's not too is i think that's quite subtle though that's not that obvious but then just thinking about you know people in boarding school I, pe- I feel like people really say what they feel like you know they take that into adulthood because you can't not like you're living with these people yeah. all the time dig but me your pants are on the floor pick them up <laughs> like you can't get away from it you have to just like exactly. straight bang, bang, bang. Exactly. even living in college like you can't you got to hold people accountable that's oh, what they're yeah. doing oh, like, yeah yeah exactly yeah. like you haven't like wash your dishes what are you doing like on, it's, it's got mold on it now like mate, come on flush <laughs> the chain mate come on <laughs> get with it like what are you doing <laughs> but so going from a, I mean I've told I've been told that Durham is quite boarding school I've yeah been. I've heard that so I, I mean, I wouldn't know Leave what that's life, like, but yeah, I can yeah. kind of see that here, and yeah. sort of maybe some of the, uh, also the buildings and the fact that it's collegiate makes yeah. I kind of heightens it's that. Like a I mini feel. boarding, like yeah. fifteen different mini boarding exactly, schools. Exactly, exactly, yeah. Um, but I've quite liked the kind of school. Well, because I, um, I don't know about you, but I'm like catered in yeah, my so we, yeah. yeah. So, so it really. I can imagine that does feel quite a lot like boarding so school. So everyone goes down to eat together. Sort yeah. Of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you found catered? Not enough food. Really? It's not enough food, no. I hear that the, the uh, some of the DU people... Yeah, so they you double portions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, but my God. I think that's pretty sounds cool. sounds like a dream. See, my mate gets double portions, but it's not actually double portions. So when oh. I perceive double portions, I think two plates. Yeah, same. Or four meals, but that's, that's not... Oh, is. then... You know, you get a main bit of, like, meat or something. Yeah. That you, like, so you can't get more of if you want more. You just get two of them, that's it. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So double <laughs> portions isn't two plates <laughs> tuck in, mate. That's it's, what I envisioned. Here's an what, extra <laughs> bit of chicken, mate. Like, that's about it. <laughs> So it's not, you know, nothing too major. I actually go up for seconds, so quite a lot. Do you, and they let you do that? Well, it depends who is uh, serving. Who's on, who's on the door. Okay. Yeah, if I'm like, oh, come on, Jane, hello, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> then she'll be like, oh, not supposed to do this, but here you no, go. No, but like, I am, I don't know, I'm ridiculously pally with the, the dinner staff in Trev's. So <laughs> it's weird. It's got to a stage now where they're like my That's mates. That's quite nice. No, they're, they're actually, I talk to them about my day and stuff when yeah. I go through. Yeah, it's quite cool actually. <laughs> that is quite nice, and also at the end of the day, just like after lectures and stuff, it is nice to see everyone, you yeah. know, having their meal and. Shout out to Linda, and Karen, my guys. <laughs> Linda and Karen, wow. <laughs> <laughs> legend. Legend, <laughs> Is the food good? It's, it's pretty decent to mm-hmm. be fair. It's not terrible. Like, I think just, just for me, I was back home. I was a bit of a nutrition guy. I always okay. did my meals, got them all sorted. I had a lot of food. Like mm-hmm. it was weird the amount of food I could put put away, sort of thing. Like, <laughs> like every dinner it was like chicken, rice, steak, like stuff like that, cow, like 
and it'd be quite regimented. I'd always just eat the same thing, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, coming here and having like you know potato every day. That was about it. Like, <laughs> it's like come on, mate, where's, where's the rest of it? Like, you know. <laughs> but I do. There some like they have yogurts in. I don't know about you, but <coughs> you've taken like twenty, <laughs> 20 of them. Honestly, I take about every day. I take like a handful of those little butter sachet yeah, things and then loads of yogurt and then also i do steal some of the i'm really outing myself but i do steal some of the cereal for the next day it has to be done because they're boxes yeah it has to be done so why not we don't we don't have boxes anymore like, oh you don't them. oh that's funny because they've caught on like to mm-hmm. what's going on I so oh uh, yeah i, I <laughs> yeah did, yeah like, we fucked it well, that was me that's it that's just like and a main room inspection <laughs> so, yeah, what's in that drawer opens drawers like 200 like Weetabix in there, and they're like, Wait, you've been robbing it's really the cafeteria. neatly stored as well, yeah, stacked up in little piles. And, uh, <laughs> nice, yeah. Well, that is what my room looks like. That's so it. <laughs> you caught Big me there. Room, just <laughs> Weetabix everywhere. That's all it is. Good stuff. <laughs> Weetabix yeah. does slap, though, it fills you up in the morning. It does, has to be done. Yeah, <laughs> I just got three bars of cereal. I'm out of myself here again. <laughs> but it's got to be done when you've got a big day ahead of you, exactly. Exactly, Weetabix. <laughs> Cocoa Pops. Oh, I love my porridge in the morning. Other stuff, bag. Oh, honey lovely. in the little sachet of oh, honey. yes, Dash yes. it in. Yeah, that I do. Yeah, I steal that as well. <laughs> Has to be done. <laughs> I'm stealing everything, really. <laughs> nice one. So, yeah, we have, like, I don't know what else I can really talk about. quite a few things we can talk about going into. So, Durham spiking. Another really weird rogue topic. Oh, right? yeah. We've, oh, we've gone heavy. We've gone from Weetabix to yeah. Durham spiking <laughs> in two minutes. So, here we are. But, yeah, so, like, what do you think about that? Where do you think that sort of comes from and what can be done? I I feel like it's quite... I actually... Well, I feel like a lot of people can say they know someone who has There's been... There's always a story. Yeah. But I... Um, one of my really good friends, actually, I, I wasn't with her on the night, but I know she kind of woke up the next morning, really sore back, checked, and there was a little, you know, little injection spot. Oh, shit, site. she injected. Yeah, and... She doesn't remember the night at all. And, I mean, she got tested and everything. And, you know, no, like, HIV, nothing like that. 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 But, um, which is really lucky. But just terrifying to think about. She's probably thinking, like, Mm. I can't remember anything. What's happened? Yeah, exactly. I've got this thing on my back. Mm -hmm. You know, it could have been a lot worse. Yeah, yeah, it could have been so much worse. And I, I, I think she was fine and nothing bad happened. But it's just the idea that, you know, this substance is in you for like 24 hours and like without obviously, obviously without your consent. But, um, and then after that, I just thought I, I spent like 10 days straight just going, I can't, I don't want to go out. I'm just terrified. Like I know the effects of it. So you've, you've first time. Y- yeah, seen exactly. Right, yeah. And I just, I, I think the whole night I'd just be thinking, oh God, this could happen to me. I wouldn't enjoy myself. Um, but I feel like recently I, well, I, yeah, I have been going out, but it's all, it is still sort of there, kind of in the back of your mind, subconsciously, which is a bit scary, but yeah, I... There's always that sort of thought. What yeah, exactly. But I feel like it's sort of died down now that, because it's been so, there was it's a lot been of such a hot topic, yeah, yeah that now, pe- and you know, people are being searched and things definitely cases have just gone down because which i think is good is great because you know speaking about it sort of gets gets out in the open and then 
I think it has affected like the, the numbers and well. yeah exactly the numbers and the cases have gone down but still it's just it's just a bit worrying because we it's this has never happened before and like I mean pills and you know putting stuff in people's drinks that has that's been like, been around for a while yeah like, but injections what that's <laughs> a different level that's like exactly. especially HIV as well and that's, that's, exactly. that's insane like the percentage of people in this country who have HIV is like 0.1 really? so it's like really minuscule like that mm-hmm. so for that to have HIV in yeah. that's on purpose yeah that's on purpose so then you've got to try and go right why is this person doing that then mm-hmm. as we said there's always an underlying cause mm-hmm. but where is that coming from where justifiably mentally as a clearly intellectual person who is capable of doing shit because otherwise you wouldn't be here mm-hmm. then why are you thinking that's acceptable what's gone wrong you've clearly not gone to a bad oh, school you've clearly not been around that many bad people so where is you know where's it come from i know it kind of i think because i i do talk to a lot of my guy friends about it and sort of say you know like can you make sure can you go out look after come, yeah, yeah come with me and just make sure nothing bad happens but then also it is happening to guys as well yeah which just makes you think uh, just what's the motivation you do know what i mean and who's doing it mm, i know yeah. it's really really terrifying to think about but i think it was you know the kind of um hysteria has died down a bit since you know it's like any it big issue like even in like the media sort of the media cycle something could be so so significant like this and then you know you get said and then it yeah. goes away no one really gives one about it again yeah exactly even though the issue's still there i know because you're not yeah because because it's so new you're sort of going to get more publicity oh, about it yeah. but then it's just a bit of a worrying thought that you know like cases rise again and then yeah. it's not really talked and about it could be, and it could be higher now but who knows exactly because it's not being talked about yeah exactly yeah and so it's really mental. I That's why you look after your friends when they're out. I know. And if you lose someone, find them. Don't just say they're lost. Oh, I lost yeah, them. Exactly. Find them. <laughs> the like, amount of people I've heard say that just go like, oh no, I've lost this person. Okay. And I just go, oh. Right, back to night then. Get <laughs> yeah. a drink, yeah? No, find your mate. What the hell? Like, yeah. That's so weird. <laughs> yeah, you don't need another Jagerbomb. Just go yeah. and find your mate. Jagerbomb, your mate. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like, go to them, help them, please. Like, yeah. <laughs> And honestly, I think like a, a big underlying reason, just myself trying to think about this at the moment, that some of this may occur is a broken perception of what one sex and what a relationship is. Because mm. I think that could actually stem from sort of porn. Oh, 100%. You said earlier about that, that girl was doing that quite interesting thing. What was that about mm. again? So I think, I don't know if a lot of people will know about it, but um, Zara McDermott, she's a ex-Love Islander now. Um, together with main Chelsea star Sam Thompson and she um, has been very vocal she's kind of using her platform to sort of spread awareness about sex education in the UK which is something also I'm really really passionate about as well because um, she also she had a bad experience in um, school and also just kind of you know recognises that comments in the street just you know all, all this sort of links to the fact that there's a lack of you know um 
sex education in the UK that is sort of, you know, issues like consent and just being aware of that sort of thing and the fact that most people's first exposure to what sex is, is porn. Um, That's, that is the first yeah, thing? Yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly. So you go on, I have no idea what this is. So it's even in academia, when you come across a new topic, you're very unlikely to question what you see because if that's all you've seen, mm. you have no reference points. Yeah, exactly. Therefore, you just un- unquestionably accept the yeah. information you're taking on. Yeah, and as a child, you're like a sponge. You just absorb all this information that's been given to you. You don't question it. Yeah, exactly. And then you take that into your adult life and just think it's normal. And then the thing is, all these girls that, you know, speaking to friends and things, you don't question that because it's what you're used to as well with how as a girl with yeah, lads yeah. yeah and how guys treat you how guys speak about you and sort of you know when I think um, I can't remember I think a family member said once to me like oh the thing is now I'm getting older I've really noticed that um, people have stopped catcalling me in the streets so that's like kind of made me a bit sad sad yeah and just thinking that what because women sort of that's the norm you that's know? the validation. Yeah, and that's, that's horrible. Exactly, that's and that's so where you bad. get your validation from. From someone, that, yeah, verbally abusing you in the street. Yeah, basically, yeah, that's, that's normal. I know. Have you, are you a lot? Are you experiencing that yourself? Or I, fortunately, I've lived. I feel like I've lived in an area that well, it doesn't, really happen, it doesn't yeah. happen a huge amount. But there's obviously like, well, you get, you know, builders just being yeah. weird and just sort of Shouting looking out. you up and down and yeah. just yeah that's yeah I've a few of that yeah I have experienced um but it's just important because I even growing up the the first you know things like media is so important in you know the first exposure I had to what an idea of sex was was 50 shades of grey like that was the first thing yeah so before again before that nothing yeah that's the first port of call and yeah. that obviously everyone knows what that is but like it's it's not really the sort of starting point you want is yeah. it really? I, yeah I mean it's not it's not you know it's still you know if you like that sort of thing it's still yeah. valid but keep shaming anyone it's here just, just you yeah, know, yeah exactly yeah, do, do but your thing but that's that's you know things like I mean not to be too graphic but let's just say things like missionary is seen as vanilla now and just really boring when things like this are in the media and porn just kind of conveys that as really boring and so people sort of try and strive for this idea of perfection yeah that's a sex dungeon or some shit like exactly it doesn't really you know exist exist. in everyday life yeah and people just think that you know this is what the idea of sex is and everything below that is boring or you know or irrelevant or not always good enough exactly and it's like with people, when you first meet someone and you know very little about them, you fill in the gaps with what you want mm-hmm. and your perception of the ideal, and you yeah. sort of palatinize people. And what you have, to, what most people have to realize is that's just you putting that on them. They shouldn't have to live up to your made-up standards that you've just superimposed on a person. Mm-hmm. They're who they are. That's it. You're not going to change them. They're yeah. who they are. Exactly. And like you know, just because you believe the barrier the bar for like what is acceptable sex to you is here and that standard has come from one porn and two the fucked up media cycle and in reality all it should be is a way of showing love to someone who you like and whatever way you do that is up to you mm-hmm. but you shouldn't you know expect anything you should yeah 
have exactly. these sort of beliefs where you think that it has to be a certain way because that's mm-hmm. just a lie. But it's just so so dangerous for you know things like violence yeah. is so normal in the bedroom. Like that's not really what that experience is supposed to be about. No, it's not meant to be that. It's supposed to be a loving thing. It's not meant exactly. To beat someone up like what? Exactly. And I just think you know these. 11-year-olds who get exposed to this li- as young as 11, you know, that's... Then they'll Ele- take that 11, into... Like yeah. Deep how young that is. Exactly, exactly. Well, if I think of what I was doing at 11, I was still playing with dolls. Like, I was not thinking about that kind of thing. I was just playing rugby. But that was it. Yeah. That's all I was doing. Just running about a field. Like, that was it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I was actually playing loads of football then. Oh, mad. Anyway, um, but it's just... It's really scary to think about. And I feel like I've definitely experienced, you know, felt the effects of that growing up with just yeah. how, you know, guys treat, you know, girls that I know and and me and um, just the language around it. It's That's interesting as well because for my politics, I know we study feminism a lot and they talk about the language that's being used and how the mm-hmm. language is the expression for like the culture. Because obviously that's what, it is, that's what language is, it's showing culture. So... It's the sort of really fucked up, violent language. Re- re- like yeah. You can, everyone listen, you know what I'm talking about, the sort of words. Just why would why are they associated with that? Because, again, we've t- I think a good thing we've had throughout this podcast is connotations are extremely important mm-hmm. and perception is basically everything. Yeah. Because, you know, objectively something could be one thing, but the perception makes it something else to everyone else. Exactly, exactly. And all this... All these lyrics and like yes. rap music, it's, yeah. it's just, it's it's so scary to think about. And that's know, perpetuating the culture exactly. that's causing what people exactly. to think. It's gone from put your head on my shoulder to <laughs> yeah, have I you seen the state of her body? Do you know what I, I mean? I saw something about yeah. that. Yeah. Like, how, how in like, so that's the 50s. You know, that's, mm-hmm. the, that's in the 50s. So the culture in the 50s is dating culture, mm-hmm. all very sort of like nice, get to know them sort of thing. And now it's like, you know, what's the f- fastest way I can get to shagging you? Exactly. And but that's it. Yeah. Do you know the weird thing is, though, that back then, like, women were seen as, you know, second-class citizens, and now it's much more equal. But then why has... This now degenerated degrading, to worse. Yeah, yeah, degrading environment, just um, the violence and, what the, you know, this language that is used. It's like we're regressing slightly. Yeah, like you could say on paper that it's equal, but if the language and all the else and the culture's going another way, then that's mm-hmm. just a lie, you know? Exactly. Like the, it's the actual, there's a thing called de facto and de jure. It's like in law, I could say weed is illegal, but in reality, if like millions of people are doing it, it's not actually illegal because the law's not being enforced. So there's a difference between what someone says is going to be a thing and what is a thing. Yeah. Exactly. And that's the same with this. Like, what creates culture? It's media, it's music, it's how people interact, it's the national sort of like standards and and that it goes to the kids who are basically sponges and they just take that on board, you know? Mm. And they take that on board. So if that's a really toxic place where you're teaching eleven year olds fucked up shit like that, then they're gonna think that's acceptable and that becomes the normal. The normal is now shifted. I know, yeah. And then what do you do then? Because then you're then presenting so the normal's here, yeah. That's the that's the weird now thing that's now that's now the normal. The normal is you know, violence, treating people with no respect and hookup culture, when it was here. And the person who's here with a little sign going, actually, what you're doing over there is wrong. And then they're not going to know. know. And then you're just, like, what you? this guy wants to 
get to know her first. <laughs> and it's like, what's a weirdo? Because that's now weird. Exactly. Because we've changed what's weird and what's normal. I know. And I then, know. and that applies to anything. That's not just this one specific issue. I know, exactly. And that's dangerous as anything. But I know. again, it's fluid. It's an organic thing. So it can change again. Exactly. If it's gone yeah. this way, it can go it back. Yeah. It's like a pendulum, it will swing back. It will always be, yeah, in flux. It won't, I think, yeah, it will be really interesting to see in like 10 years' time. Will it go like, back? Talking about this. Because yeah. how far, we're still swinging in the sort of hookup culture direction at the moment. Mm-hmm. But how far will it get? Do you know what I mean? Where, where, where is the point when it's like this is too much? Exactly, yeah. Because there's a, so, a lot of stuff going on that, you know, you, like, you really question it. Like, what? But then the line's not been drawn yet. And what would it take for the line to be drawn if the culture is still going that way? Mm-hmm, yeah, but it's just, I mean, I don't really speak to my parents about like this kind of thing, but no, inter- yeah. Yeah, but no, just no. interesting when I asked them about what it was like when they were younger. Yeah. Um, like my parents are in their 50s now, so um, they always say like, yeah, the etiquette was that, you know, you, you got a girlfriend and then you sort of thought about, you know, you know seeing if you wanted to go and sleep with them but now it's sort of the other way around reversed yeah you, you would see someone first, first before you do you know yeah. what I mean and is you know is that right is that not right and that's the thing and if the culture is saying it's right but on a real level like it's not what do you, know, what do, you do then yeah and everyone's got their own opinion and that's good so that's important but uh, to me I think you do should you should get to know someone first you should actually yeah. see who they are yeah, you could, I feel like you can really, maybe, I don't know if Durham is bad for this, but I feel like in Freshers you can yeah. definitely see that sort of culture coming in with like the people being like, right, mates, so like, you know. How who, many girls yeah. can I get with tonight? <laughs> like, what? Exactly. What are you doing? Like, exactly. It's just strange, you know. And I think just, if people, the main point I'd say here is just, remember the connotations of what you say to who you're saying it to it's like i was listening to a podcast about the bible the other day and about contextualizing the language that's being said that language was say being said in like jerusalem in israel mm. in like two thousand years ago so what they meant in aramaic a different language mm-hmm. then cannot be directly linked to this now so yeah. you have to understand that the connotations have changed and the connotation of what you say to one person, depending on their perception of that language, will change it. Yeah. You know? Nick. So that could be, oh, you're one of them, or it's, you're one of them. <laughs> it, so it just depends, exactly. doesn't it? How do you know? It how do you know? Re- yeah. But again, just don't be afraid of rejection because it's not meant to be if you are rejected by it. And if you are, the rejection is like such a hard word as well. It's like rejection. It's like, oh. I know. It gives a bit of a, ooh, it's, hello. This wasn't right for you and it's not right for them. Mm-hmm. So it's good that it's not happening. Mm-hmm. And something That's else it. will probably come along One door closes, another, another one opens. opens. Exactly. We've covered so <laughs> much today. Yeah, we really have. And I think we've had it. It's been really, really good to just not have an open conversation mm-hmm. because you know, everyone around Durham as well, just be open with people. Just talk to people like they're human beings. Don't put up this facade. Like Nobody wants that. Mm-hmm. Nobody's like, yeah, get him he's got a mask on he's pretending to be someone else so is he no no one wants that stuff don't exactly. do that like exactly. it's, yeah, it's gonna be it's got to be brave you've got to embrace who you are but when you do that it's liberating you go yeah i'm i'm me i'm gonna do me i don't care if you don't like that because mm-hmm. if you don't like that then i don't want to talk to you anyway exactly and f- people will pick up on your vibe as well whether they think you're being a bit you know and they know if you're being fake yeah they just, they, w- they just won't say it but they know you're being fake yeah. 
So no, don't be though. fake. Exactly. You know? So bottom line is be unapologetically yourself. Rejection be means yourself. nothing. Be yourself. <laughs> and Because uh, everyone else is taken. <laughs> that's it. That's sort of like stuff you'd see on some sort of mum's Facebook page. <laughs> but yeah. I don't know. If you, I always ask this question at the end. If mm-hmm. you could have a, like, a billboard or sort of like an advert that everyone in the world saw, what would it say and why? <gasps> Oh wow! Oh yeah, wow! Yeah, it's a big one. Isn't oh it? wow! Yeah, yeah. I I think it would probably be along the lines of sort of, I guess maybe treat others how you would like to be treated. Matthew twenty two. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Just Bottom because line. I think. Oh, imagine if if we all sort of, you know, had that philosophy going forward. I feel like things would yeah be quite be different maybe like a better um, world exactly That's more it. empathetic and yeah all of that stuff exactly well Ella Mae, thank you so much for coming on really, today thank you for uh, having me we'll put links to all of your music stuff yeah in the show notes for this video oh, thank you very much no worries it's been a pleasure but yeah this has been the lawless podcast and just a little update for you guys we've got a uh, stay tuned on the instagram because we've got a big announcement coming up Thank you so much. Thank you to Jordan and Kira for being wonderful as always. And we'll see you in the next one.